Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to stand out on social media that I created to help you gain visibility, increase your confidence, create more exciting content so that you can make an impact, have more fun on social media, and of course, make more money, honey. This membership is packed with value. There's a new training with yours truly every single month. We have master classes from guest experts every single month talking to us about online marketing and entrepreneurship. And we have an incredible community of badass entrepreneurs in this group that are rising up together. If you want to do great things on social media and in your business and in your life, this is the place for you. Enroll today at smallbizsocialsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 102. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Hello. Welcome, welcome. If you've never been here before, welcome to the party. Um, if you have, thank you for coming back. I love you deeply. Uh, today's episode is amazing per the use around here. My guest is my friend, Kristen Burney. She has been on the show before. She is a badass business coach. And I really mean when I say badass, she is, she's super authentic, super inspiring and super fun. Honestly. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to have a friend that's not fun. Give me a break. And Kristen is chatting with me about, you know, building up your confidence to get on camera, on social media, get in front of your audience, show your face, um, show up because she specializes in this certain method that she created to help um, certain types of business owners. She really specializes in makers and creatives. Um, and she actually teaches this whole thing where you can do a live market on Instagram where you don't have to like only just go in person to a market and sell your stuff. And it's so genius. And she's had such such success with it. Gosh, that's a tongue twister. And she um, really wanted to share with you encouraging words to get in front of your audience and show your face. And y'all know I love to talk about that. So Kristen and I are talking about that here in just a few minutes. I really just have a really quick message for you today. I want to make sure and remind you that enrollment for my membership, Small Biz Social Society, is open. It's been open for um, about a week now. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know that I am doing shit my way and it's going to stay open indefinitely until I decide otherwise. Um, none of this open, close, open, close thing. I want to welcome you year round. So um, if you are looking for some support when it comes to social media marketing, if you are ambitious, you want to stand out on social media, you want to really level up, create more exciting content, and also do it with the support of a whole bunch of other really cool like-minded entrepreneurs, this is most definitely 
definitely the place for you. It's got such good like value as far as just education on social media, master classes, and so on and so forth. But also guest speakers coming in every single month that are also educating us. Of course, it's not just me. I'm featuring some of my amazing, talented friends from across the world that are coming in every month, every single month, teaching us something about online marketing, something about business. It's really been fantastic. So when you join, you actually have access to everything that's already happened. You have access to all of those past trainings and videos and masterclasses. And then, of course, all the ones that are to come. I wanted to share with you some really sweet words from some of the existing members of Small Biz Social Society and give them a shout out um, because I asked them for their feedback recently and what they're enjoying about the membership. And I got some really amazing, amazing um, statements from them. So. I want to just share a few so you can understand the vibe of the people that are in this community. Um, Christina Hollinger, who is a feng shui expert, a mother, a wife, she's in uh, Chicago. She's so awesome and so cool. I'm so thankful to have her as part of the community. Um, She says, I didn't know how to share myself authentically on social media and didn't understand the marketing aspect. I've gained knowledge, confidence, and clients based on everything I've learned from Small Biz Social Society. That warms my heart. (laughs) Uh, Christine is amazing. She actually was also on the show just a little while back. Um, Search for her episode because she she helped us uh, feng shui our workspace. Um, But I, I loved hearing that from her. That that really, really makes me feel amazing. Um, Lindsay Hanlon is another, <clears throat> excuse me, um, rock star member of Small Biz Social Society. And she said, y'all, ins- well, she didn't say y'all. I say y'all. She says you all. I'm sorry. <laughs> you all inspire me to live more authentic, post more, worry less, and know I have the support in all of you. And that means the world. And she also says, you inspire me to hone in on my purpose and what I offer um, on social media. You're all so good at having your specialty front and center. I love that. I'm telling you, the members are inspiring each other, helping each other. Like I'm just this like facilitator. I'm just like, okay, I built the building. Now y'all come and be your awesome selves. And that's exactly what has happened. Um, there's more and more and more I could read to you. And I I won't because there's tons. There's so much good stuff. I almost don't have time for all of the amazing feedback from the members of Small Biz Social Society. But if you will follow me, of course, um, on Instagram at Brittany Crossen, And if you'll follow the membership at Small Biz Social Society, you will see more and more of those statements shared by the members. So what I want to make sure and tell you that Right now, let's see, what is today? Today, I got to look at my calendar. The day this episode is coming out is Monday, October 4th. I'm, of course, recording it ahead of time. So, okay, so there's just a few more days to save on membership enrollment. So I'm just doing a um, quick sale. So we're we're keeping the membership open. Like I said, we're not opening and closing and opening and closing, but we are doing a temporary sale right now. And it's only for a few more days. It ends on October 7th. So you have to be um, a subscriber to my emails in order to get the coupon code to save 15% on your membership for forever. Like, and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. As long as you stay active, you get to keep saving 15% 
forever um, on this sale and it ends in just a few days. So if you're not on my email list yet, please go to brittanycrossoncom slash join email and you will get your coupon code and you'll get your free uh, personal branding guide from me. And then you'll get an email from me every week. And then we can just be email besties until the very end. Um, don't forget to do that because I don't want you to miss out on this 15% off for forever um, before the offer is done for a while. Okay, that's all I have to say right now. Um, I want to zip it because I really, really want you to hear this conversation I had with the amazing, the wonderful, the badass, the talented, the beautiful Kristen Burney. Today's guest is a former six-figure hairstylist turned Etsy boss turned business coach that helps business owners monetize and scale what lights you the fuck up. She lives in Georgia with her husband and two adorable kiddos. And let me go ahead and guarantee you that she will have you believing in yourself by the end of this conversation. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast for the third time, my friend, Kristen Burney. Oh, Brittany. I love that. I want to like put that on replay forever. And <laughs> well, <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it will be available on your favorite podcast platform forever. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. That's so funny. I love it. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I know the third time I was thinking about so much has happened since we first met online, like all, you know, in what, 2017, 2018 ish. Right. You know what I mean? It's like to still be around and still be communicating is pretty badass, friend. High five. It is. High five. Well, it's it's also really, really special. And I can get a little overly mushy and sentimental, but I mean it because I mean, think about we both know what we've personally like gone through in our lives and our businesses over the last like four years. But then just I don't know, the fact, like you said, that like we're still kicking it because it's not, unfortunately, it's not always the case. People are on social media and you really think like they got their shit together and they're going to be here forever. And then people start dropping off and stuff. It's weird. (laughs) There are so many people that like, when I first started this journey into like, you know, selling at the time, the reason why I started even showing up on Instagram in the first place was because of my Etsy shop. So it's like the people that I knew then or that I had met from the beginning and it was like, oh yeah, like these people have it in the bag, you know, and they're just not around anymore. It's like, wow, you really don't realize you have to have like that sticking power and that perseverance and just keep showing up. That's kind of like what we're talking about today too, which is kind of funny. I know it really, and well, and that's why I was so excited that you wanted to talk about all this today because it's all so incredibly important. And it's so true. It's, it's funny, all these lessons, like we're going to talk about, you know, showing up and being confident on Instagram. And, and of course, all these things that we've talked about in the other episodes and stuff, like, it's kind of like, I can, this is how I compare these kinds of like lessons that you learn as a business owner is like when you're a kid or a teen and you're at school and they have like a, they have like a, um, assembly or they have like some sort of speaker or some sort of cool personality come and talk to you. And they tell you all these motivational things and you're sitting there going, yeah, okay. Uh huh. Sounds good. But you really have no fucking clue. Like you're just kind of like, Oh, this guy's pumping us up and that's cute. And then once you start living, you go, Oh, those are those lessons. Those people were talking about whenever I was younger, it's the same with business. Like until you start living it and you're in the mix of this social media marketing and all this stuff we got to do, then you start understanding the lessons, you know? Yeah, totally. But you have to be like in that headspace. 
-hmm. You know, that's why timing is so important. Like the things that I'm saying now are no different than the things I was saying when I was selling my products on Etsy. It's really like it's all the same sort of things because my mission hasn't really changed. It's just like, you know, over time, I, I have been able to communicate it in a, in a more like powerful way as, you know, as you start to grow with it. And it's like only the only reason why that is even to be the case is because throughout this journey, I'm hearing the same things that are just landing differently now. Like as you grow in the online, you know, in the online business world, you're essentially hearing and learning the same things over and over again. But until you start, just like you said, like actually doing it and putting yourself in the game, do you really start to like realize, oh, okay, so this works for me, but that doesn't work for me. You know, so it's like, there's so much noise when you're first starting out that it's really hard to get your footing. And I think that if you're able to stick it out and get that footing, like then you're good, then keep going. You just got to get past that point. Yes. I love that. There's so much noise. There's always so much noise, especially when you're starting out. So, okay. So before we dive into talking about showing up on Instagram with confidence and all that, I want, just in case somebody hasn't heard you on the show before or doesn't follow you yet on Instagram, what the hell's wrong with you? You need to follow Kristen. Please, um, if you don't mind, give us like a quick timeline of how, like I said in your intro, like you had your hairstylist business, which was super successful, but then you transitioned Etsy and then so on and so forth. Take us through that. Yeah. So um, originally I started my entrepreneurial journey doing hair. I had a little salon and an assistant and, um, you know, but before that I was a hairstylist at on someone else's payroll. And I graduated from that role to like renting a chair at someone's station actually getting my own salon and everything was just kind of like on autopilot. Um, it was great. I was making fantastic money. I loved my job, but I was tired and I was pregnant with my daughter and um, I was just feeling emotions and I just didn't want to work that hard anymore. I really wanted to make sure that I was able to stay home and be with my kids when I wanted to be with my kids. So that decision alone transitioned into many other little decisions and we ended up moving from South Florida to the Atlanta area. And um, in order for us to, you know, the cost of living in South Florida was much higher than when we moved to, you know, Georgia. So I was able to stay home and like give up this, this, you know, six figure career and sell our rental properties. Like we were set up there. So we just sold everything, saved a bunch of money and came up here. And um, I, you know, was like, I'm going to be a stay at home mom. Like, this is going to be great. And within like two weeks of getting to Georgia, I was like, what the F am I going to do with myself? (laughs) I was like, all of my friends are gone. Like I'm here in this huge, beautiful house all by myself. My husband was at work. Like, so that's what started my Etsy shops. And, um, I kind of looked at it as the premise of how can I keep my hairstylist clients, like still connected to me in some way. It wasn't even necessarily the money because at the time I was selling like funny quotes on pillows, but it was just a way to sort of me still feel connected to those people. Cause I didn't realize how much of a part of, you know, they were such a big part of my life until I left. So that just kind of snowballed into just world and all of my fun friends that I met through um, starting an Instagram account to sell my, my products on Etsy. And um, I started a Facebook community and that was around the time that you and I met. 
And um, it just kind of like transitioned into this beautiful thing. And now I'm a business coach for people that are growing their businesses online. And I, I do specialize in, in makers um, just because of my background, I think. But I also have a lot of like service-based providers and um, coaches and, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's kind of it, how it worked out. So now I feel like I can still counsel my people, counsel, like I did when I was a hairdresser, you know, yes. but not have like hair splinters and be like sweaty and work like 60 hours a week, you know? Right. Well, and, and isn't it amazing? And I've run into this with several different conversations with a variety of people about how, how one thing, like something in our past that we did how it connects or helps something now that we're doing. And we don't even realize it. Like for you, like you're saying, like you're, you're counseling essentially, yeah. you know, these, these business owners that you're coaching and that you're helping just the way that you helped your clients whenever you were doing hair and you're there for them with that connection. I mean, it's so cool. Right. But like maybe back then you wouldn't have thought these skills are going to be useful in a different way in the future, but it cool. always works out like that. I know it's so funny. And even when I was a kid, I, I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted to be a psychologist growing up. So it's like, even those, the connections there. And I used to have clients say to me, like, I pay my therapist so much money and you're so much therapist. <laughs> my hair clients used to say that. I'm like, well, it's, that's what you do. You know, you, a lot of people just like to unload on their hairdresser. So it's the same sort of concept. And I feel like I'm still able to hold space for them, you know, but now it's like, I don't have to take that that physical aspect of it, of literally like busting my ass all day long. I mean, I was booked from start of the day to the end of the day for weeks and I just was burnt out. I didn't want to do it anymore. So it's like, what can I take of what I love about this and eliminate what I don't? And that's sort of taken on, you know, it's evolved over time. Right. That's amazing. I I've been through similar stuff. I understand. And, and so, but now your Etsy shops, there's more than one, right? You still have them? Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, you do because I know that because the mats and everything, but you aren't, but you also have, and I know again, I swear, this is not exactly what we plan to talk about, but one more question, because I think this is inspiring. You have managed to keep the Etsy business thing flowing, but you have help, right? So you're not having to literally sit around making stuff and right by yourself. No, I would not be able to do it if I was doing that. So then that, that transition that I took into my hair business, I literally took that same exact strategy in my Etsy business because it had gotten to the point where it was like, I knew I wanted to focus on coaching, but Etsy was taking up so much of my time. I was spending so much time fulfilling orders and making orders. And so I had to figure out what would work and what wouldn't work. So I eliminated a lot of products. I streamlined my business and now it's pretty much self. I spend about one to like three hours max, one to three hours a week on that shop, this one specific shop, it's called Happy Mats. And I bring in about 5,000 a month in sales um, for that. And I'd spent like, I spend literally like no time on it. And it's so it's great. I was able to figure out a way to keep it going and keep the income from my family, but still be able to focus on what it is that I want to do. Oh, that's so cool. That's it. It's, I just, that's why I wanted to just mention that real quick. It's really, really inspiring. You've actually lived it and people of course can follow you and DM you and and do your things to get more on that conversation. But I just love that you've done that because I think that so many people, that's a scary thing to do and like, Oh no, can I, and no, no, no. Can I delegate something or, you know, hire people or whatever situation people are in. So I love that you've done that. You've kept that, that part of that income for your family, but, um, well, it does kind of tie into what 
though, because it really is like trust, like trusting yourself to yeah. figure out a way to make it work. You know, like you're right. like, okay, I've got this thing, it's working, but how can we make everybody happy? And it's like trusting yourself enough to just make those decisions and, you know, having the confidence in yourself to just start taking like messy action, even if you screw up, you know? Right. Yeah. And you're right. That does totally segue into the, the conversation today. So, you know, having confidence or, or, or building up some confidence, right. Cause it does take some building for most people. Um, when you show up on Instagram and you, I mean, like, what I always say is it's so funny is that now we're all expected to like be these on-camera spokespeople, like, you know, with, with social media marketing, that's not how it was when, when, you know, when we were younger, when we were teenagers and in twenties and starting to work and, and do things like that, it was like newspaper ads and you didn't have to do these things. And now so many people are doing their own social media, right? And then it's like, oh, by the way, you need to learn how to make videos. Oh, and some of those are going to be live where people are watching you. No pressure. (laughs) Right. So that's hard for people. Um, if you're not used to that and most people aren't, no, most people aren't. It took me forever. I was like one of those great fake it till you make it people. And I hate that term now, but it was something that one of my old mentors, when I did hair, he always said like, fake it till you make it. Cause I did not know what I was doing when I first started doing hair. <laughs> and I was like, that's like the worst of that. Like fake it. Like, oh, yeah, I can totally cut your hair. Come sit down because I wasn't confident in myself to do it. I just wasn't. And it was like, I had to get deep in my mind and have that self-awareness of like, you know how to do this, you know? And it's like when, when, when you're getting ready to step into that next level version of yourself, you, the, the very like last layer of that is extreme fear. Like no matter what it is that you're coming up against that very last, like thin layer is fear. And it's like, once you're able to bust through that, like you'll, you'll just get that momentum and you're, and you'll start going. So like, honestly, it can look different for everybody. Like you don't have to just show up and start all of a sudden going live every day for like 30 days. You can just like start slow, you know, but it's like the only thing that is again, not to circle back to what we were saying before, but um, it's just like being in it and actually doing it when you start to get that trust and that confidence in yourself of like, okay, I'm in the game. Like you said, you know, I'm in the game. Let's go. I'm here. You right. Know? Right. You just got to get started. So is that like, I mean, so throw some, throw some tips or wisdom at me at, at us for that. Like it, for getting on camera um, getting in front of audiences on Instagram, utilizing that for your business too. I mean, cause you have, you have, by the way, like a whole course and a whole system and a whole thing that you're teaching, right. On how you can actually sell while you're live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's live. The, the, the group program is called live and it was a, um, a course that I had put out a couple years ago that, um, I'm sorry, is my internet? Okay. <laughs> thing came up yeah. and, um, I, I have since revamped it, but it does teach, um, you know, makers, artists, product-based businesses, how to sell live on Instagram. And I noticed that Um, a large portion of the people that were signing up for the program were not following through with actually hosting their live sale. It was like I had given them like a playbook and everyone was all excited about it. But when the second comes to be like, okay, I'm going to put a date on the calendar, people start to get nervous about it. So I noticed that there was a missing piece there. And a huge part of that was, was, you know, confidence and showing up. So I'm including a lot more of that mindset into it this time. But and a, a piece of advice that I would have is like, just start like whatever it is, the bare minimum 
for you that that makes you squirm a bit like start there even if it is like you can show up on story so i have um a lot of clients that have wanted to host live sales, but were scared to. And I tell them, start out on your stories. You have to record your stories. And that just that like buffer makes people feel a little bit more comfortable and more in control. So it's like pretending like you're having a live sale, but on your Instagram stories of like one product that you're, you know, a special product that you're showcasing, that is good, like prep for you, you know? So just something that can push you just a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Um, that's going to make you sweat a little bit. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So, and, and so to give everybody some context, like you actually have experience in doing this yourself before, of course, before you started teaching it, where you actually had, like, if I recall correctly, it was a pretty minimal amount of time invested and effort into it and actually made good profit in a short period of time, like literally minutes. Right. And then of course, continue that and did better and better and learned how much potential there is to actually go live selling the stuff, selling your products, right? In like 45 minutes or something. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, I think like people get so caught up in like wanting to grow their following. Like they want to grow, grow, grow. And it's like, okay, well, even if you have 500 people, like 500 followers, you still have 500 people that are saying that they like what it is that you sell. So it's like, you know, showing up, to them and saying like, I have these offers, like I have this for you here, just get, sometimes they're just waiting for that opportunity to buy. So Mm -hmm. I actually, my experience, the way that this even came about was I signed up for my first craft show and um, I put all this time into the inventory and everything. It ended up getting canceled like the day before. So I had all this inventory at home and I was really, really upset. I was like angry, upset. (laughs) (laughs) because I was so excited. I was like, finally, I had my whole booth set up and all this stuff and it was canceled. And, um, Tyler McCall, you do you know, Tyler McCall? Yes. At the time I was in the, um, follower to fan society and I went on their Facebook group and was, um, complaining about it. And he said, what about hosting a sale on live with your products? And I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Like there's immediately, that was my reaction. No, not happening. Cause I don't even think I had even showed my face at that point. If I did, like it was very, very little, like very little. Right. Um, and I just was like, you know what, Chris, like just do it. And I did it in a couple days. I had like 600 followers. I had less than a thousand. I don't remember the exact number, but it was definitely less than a thousand. And in 45 minutes, I sold all of that inventory. I made, I think the first sale I made like $600. And then the second sale I had like two weeks later and I sold the rest of it and I made like another thousand. And this was like no plan whatsoever at all. So it was like, once I got the feel of like, okay, like I, you know, and getting a more of a strategy together to market it, that was when things really started taking off. And that's when I started teaching other people how to do it. That is so freaking cool. I've always been so fascinated by this because I know that you've done this. I'm familiar with it. And I, I think it's really, really cool and really smart and really and and so thoughtful to, for you to realize how helpful this particular strategy is for a lot of the type of people that are drawn to you, right? Because a lot of them are, I mean, they're busy making their products. That's, that takes a lot of love and, and effort and energy to go into that. And then a lot of them are also mothers and parents that obviously that keeps you busy as well. And to think of this way to use Instagram to your advantage and actually make money on the spot. is just like, I don't know, to me, it's just so genius. So what, okay. So what are your tips and words of wisdom for building up that confidence to do it? Like get on camera and stuff. That's, 
it's not easy. I mean, like say somebody's like, no way. Like you were like, I don't want to show my face. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would say, just do it. You've just got to do it. You've got to just like rip off the bandaid really. And honestly, if, are you talking about like live more in particular, Brittany, or are you just saying like showing your face or? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously you want, they want to be able to go live and do right. and use your, your method, but what is the things that, like you were saying, maybe you can use stories to build up. Yeah. Start up. warming up. Yeah. Yeah. So just start showing your face on your feed more, let people into your personal life a little bit more, you know, don't be afraid to like um, to show that side of you, maybe your family, if you're comfortable with it, or, you know, how you work throughout the day and just bring them more behind the scenes, but show your face, show your face, like really start to get people to warm up. Don't hide behind your products or your offers or quotes, you know, like it's one thing to start like creating viral content and, and quotes that's fantastic, but don't hide behind them, you know, start to like peel those layers back and, and show the people who you really are. And I think by doing that, it's going to exercise that confidence muscle. Like you're going to start to be like, okay, I'm safe. Because I think a lot of the time people are scared of visibility. Like they're scared to be visible. They're scared to be seen. You know, they see Facebook and Instagram a lot of times social media, especially now, especially nowadays, has the rap of like, if I say something, people are going to attack me or like, I'm scared to say the wrong thing, or I'm scared to show up here and there. And it's like, if you just start to do it, you'll see that you're safe and you'll see that like, you're going to be okay. And that you'll, you'll see people resonating with you and responding to what you're putting out there and saying like, thank you for showing this or thank you for whatever. And it's like, that is what creates that, that confidence by, by showing up and doing it is the only thing that will create that for you. Right. That's true. Just doing it. And I love how you said like showing up in your feed and in your face and stuff. And you, you gave an example of, of, you know, when you're working or behind the scenes or whatever. And that's a perfect, that's a perfect way to do it. It doesn't have to be some big, um, over the top photo shoot where you're like being fancy. I mean, you get like, if you, if you make things with your hands at a desk, well, uh, you know, get a, get a, you know, a, a nice bright photo of you at that desk, making your things and bada bing, bada boom. Like it's not so, I think we overcomplicate or not yeah, like we all can overcomplicate these things of sh what quote unquote showing up means. But think about, I would love to give people an example of like, think about how cool do you find it whenever like there's a brand that you follow, um, you know, and then, and then like the owner or the founder or the whomever, like you see something in their face or you see them actually working on stuff and it gives you a connection, right? Like you've, you're way more connected to that than just product logo quote, product logo quote. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, the, those big box stores, like they're trying to bring the vibe of what us small businesses have. Like they're trying to bring that in to that feel, that small town feel, you know, like the target in our, I'm not sure if yours is like this, but the target in Atlanta here, they have like a whole little section of like local Atlanta stuff that people are making. And it's like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like target's trying to do that, you know? So us as, as small businesses and, you know, sh just showing up on online, it really um, gives us the advantage to show people that's, that's how we connect with people, you know, know like what our values are and what it is that we do um, throughout the weekend that brings us, you know, just really like bringing in I, the masterclass I just hosted. It was like a free masterclass. And I, literally said our strategy on Instagram is to show up like you're on your own little reaction 
show. And it's like, not everything has to be this big glorified yeah. thing, but just look at it through that lens of like fun and excitement. Yeah. And like, you know, let's just show up and have a good time with my audience, you know? I love that. Like it's your own little reality show. Perfect. Exactly. Because I mean, I'm sorry, but like not all reality shows are something like glamorous and fab. Like there's no. all different kinds and it's, it's you do you, right? It's your authentic thing. Um, so what, what would you say to somebody? This is a, I feel like this is like a big one and I'm sure you agree and you've heard it before when someone's hesitant about showing their face because they're really worried about what like the people in their quote unquote real life are going to think. Mm-hmm. right? That's a huge one. Like, is my family going to be like, oh, she's trying to be this or that on Instagram. I mean, really people worry about that judgment. Yeah. Oh my gosh, totally. I, I would say that's probably like the biggest one that holds. It's not like the fear of judgment of people that they don't know. It's fear of judgment of the people that they do know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it really is. If you are showing up in a way um, online as you really do in person, then your, um, your sense of imposter syndrome is much less. So in other words, like if I'm showing up on Instagram and I'm like this, um, you know, if I say like, oh, I'm, I'm the best at LinkedIn, like I am here, I'm the best at LinkedIn, this is what I do. And then I see someone in person, they're asking me a question about LinkedIn. I have absolutely no idea about LinkedIn. So it's like be, making sure that there's that connection there, right? That there's not like a big gap between who you are online and who you are in real life. Like making sure that you really are that person. I ease that, that anxiety a little bit, but it's also really important to understand that a lot of people in our lives don't understand what we're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it's like, and that's okay. Like that is okay. It is not our job to have to explain it to them. Like, honestly, my husband, I don't know now that your husband's with you and Ryan's with you a lot now, and you guys are working together more, it may be different, but I know my husband, he has, I mean, he has no idea sometimes the things that I say, like, I know to talk to him about and what I can't, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's like being really intentional with like, the conversations I'm engaging with people with. Like, so I, if I know that I'm going to talk to somebody and they're going to set me off about something, or maybe like make a comment that's going to kind of rub me the wrong way or trigger me in a way, I know I'll sort of like either a avoid that conversation or intentionally say, let's try not to talk about this to myself or B kind of go into the situation with like a bubble, a gold bubble visually around myself of like, it has nothing to do with me. If people, people are scared with what they don't understand. So it's like just most of the time it's coming from that space of like, they just don't get it and that's okay. You know? Right. Well, and this goes for like everything, (laughs) every relationship probably, but especially in this situation is I've learned to compartmentalize. Right. Like, so I, like you said, like, I know who in my real life that if I want to have someone to chat with about my work and about my social media presence and stuff, who's going to like be cool to talk with about that. And who's going to be like, you know what? And their eyes start glazing over and they have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. You know, I mean, I even, some of my, some of my closest girlfriends don't, totally get it. Cause they're not, if people aren't working in this same situation, they're not going to be able to understand. So I love that you said that because it's not always about someone being a, a hater or anything right. dramatic. Sometimes it's just that they don't fucking understand. They don't get like, it. What, they you, what is your little it. Instagram thing that you do, honey? Yeah. You know, 
I know so many people, they have all different, all different things and they'll come at you with it. So that's why it's also important to just sort of like stand in your truth, right? Like, no, just stand in your confidence and, and know why you're showing up, like stand in that power. Like I'm showing up every day for X, Y, and Z. So if somebody is sort of like trying to put their, you know, even if, like you said, it's not intentional because most of the time they are coming from a space of love and they don't really understand it. So it's just a matter of like knowing that beforehand and not taking anything too personally and being able to distinguish like between what's a real attack on you and maybe what's something that you're being sensitive about or right. just kind of like, you know, go away over time. Like just right. Well, and having friends like, like you and I, and like, we, we, you and I both, we have each other. And we also have a few other friends where like, we're all in this space. So having those connections, having at least just one person, that's kind of like your social media buddy that will get it whenever you need to just message somebody and, and they understand whenever you're like talking about what reels you want to do this week on Instagram, like they get it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why like your community is so important. You know, that's why it's like being in a mastermind and having, or some sort of having some sort of like mentorship or some sort of community or something that you can lean on and helps like, um, you know, it, it just helps, it helps you move forward in that direction and not get sucked into the other direction that you can go because you have a choice, you know, you have the choice. Like, do you want to go down that way of feeding into their like, you know, weirdness or off puttingness, or do you want to like rise above and say, okay, I'm just going to, get past this and move on with like my community and open up to people about this and, and, you know, get strength from it. Right. Okay. So I have another question. I wanted to make sure and ask you this before we're done. So we talked about, you know, diving in, starting getting, you know, showing your face on Instagram. That's the best way to learn and to build that confidence and so on and so forth. Right. So say somebody's like doing that. It's cool. It's like going all right. I want to ask you also about the next level. And I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this because I just thought about it. You took yours to the next level. What I mean is like that next level of authenticity, because you are really, really you on social media, like what you were saying, like what you see is what you get type of thing, whether it's real life or social. And I feel like not everybody's going to automatically be at that level, right? Like you got to start somewhere. How did you what was your experience with that? Like deciding I'm going to be 100% me. I'm going to talk the way I talk. I'm going to act the way I act. I'm going to be totally real. Right. Like, did that just take time? I don't think I ever even really thought about it, Brittany. I really think I just started showing up and like, just like here I am, but I will say I hid behind my products. So like, it wasn't just like my face, it was my words. And I always dropped the F bomb. And I feel like I was always like raising eyebrows and blunt and that dry sense of humor. That's just sarcasm. Like, that's just me. That's just my blood. My dad's the same way. But I think that I always had that in there, but um, I never had like my face or like that personal aspect of me. So like my words were there, but um, you know, there was that, that depth was missing, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like once I learned how to incorporate like who I truly was and just really fucking take it and like really go with it when I started really embracing like, um, you know, funny moments with my kids and like showing up as myself and watching, you know, Sadie do my makeup all crazy or, you know, just showing the more like fun, like deeper version of myself, I think is one that just started coming, coming out. But I think when I first started, I definitely was I had the same message and still the same tone, but 
I wasn't as deep as I am now. Does that right. make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And how you said hiding behind the products because the products yeah. were the, your messaging, your vibing, your, your whole thing. But yeah. And then you went to making it more you and standing in it and more of like a personal brand because I knew I wanted more than just to be my Etsy shop even though I didn't necessarily then I knew it then right right I understand I think like incorporating that over time is how that unfolded right right I understand so before I let you go what what would you say to like somebody who how do I word this? I have this person in mind. Like I'm going to go with a mom (laughs) who is generally discouraged as far as like, I mean, I'm going to get specific, like with her actual sales, like she's got this business. She's very smart. She's very talented. She's capable of making these things and doing the, all the things she does. Um, but like, it's like, how am I going to sell more stuff? Like it's scared, right? That's scary. Cause you want to contribute to your family. And then hopefully maybe some people are like, I want it to pay for my family. And all, you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like sales is such a, it's Tricky tough. Thing. And that's the whole point of what you're helping people do. You're helping them sell and you're helping them sell live on Instagram, but like somebody that maybe hasn't made much money yet. And it's like, how could I even imagine making a thousand dollars in a day live on Instagram. And they think that's like impossible. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely um, say to that person that if you think it's impossible, it's going to be impossible. So I need you to even just like take out of the equation, the fact that you think it's impossible, like show yourself and prove to yourself women that have done what's impossible quotes, air quotes, what's Mm -hmm. impossible or what you think is impossible because it can happen. And then the second thing I would say to you is make sure that you have a strategy in place. Like you, you really like, yes, content, content, content on Instagram, like show up consistently, you know, like all of the things that you say and that we talk about growing on Instagram, but you have to go beyond just that. You really need to have a strategy. You need to make sure that your offers make sense. You need to make sure that your clients or customers have like a graduation or a ladder that they can work up with you. Um, You know, are you selling on Instagram? So many times people are complaining that they're not making sales, but yet they're not actually selling anything. They'll just be showing up, but they're never like asking for the sale or saying like, this is how you can work with me. So it's really just getting clear on like, where do you want to sell? Like which platform do you want to sell on? I suggest picking one, maybe two. I would say no more than that for sanity purposes, especially if you're a mom and really pick one and go all in on it and make sure that you are continually learning and growing and learning and growing and just don't stop just don't stop and just keep just keep going and making sure that you're better at your at your strategy whether that's instagram facebook whatever just making sure that you're continually learning and getting better at your sales strategy right and remember that you are you actually are an expert in what you do like you know it's it's hard for us to imagine sometimes but like if you specialize in this product or this service, like, you know, more than most people in existence know about that topic. I feel like we have to remind ourselves of that a lot of times. I know I have to, and I I would be like, no, Brittany, you're a professional. You know how to do these things. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard to, it, cause you, it's, you look around and you start comparing a little too much to other people. And then you think, oh, well, they must be smarter than me. Why do we, why do we do that? Why do we like assume, always. we always assume yeah. that like we underestimate ourselves. It's the weirdest thing. I think it's so important as a female and I say this more particular into females because female entrepreneurs not associate the success of their business to their worth. It's such a difficult thing to separate because it's something that we're hardwired to be like an entrepreneur. Like you, you, you either got it or you don't like you, that's it really. And it's like, when you have that drive and that, and that know that you're like, I'm going to do it. It's really, really difficult to turn that off. So it's, it's really just a matter of making sure that you keep your freaking blinders on. Okay. One of the best analogies I ever heard was racehorses. They put these, you know, these cones on the side of the racehorses so that they can't see what the other horses are doing. Because if they see what the other horses are doing, it will distract them and either slow them down or they'll collide into the other horses. They have to stay completely in their lane. And it's the same way with entrepreneurship. So it's like making conscious decisions. If you find yourself on Instagram, scrolling, comparing, and starting to fall down that, that, you know, tunnel of doom, just saying to yourself in the moment, like, is, is this um, taking me closer to where I want to be? Or is this pulling me back? And it's like really having the self-awareness in that moment. And then the strength to say, okay, let's stop. And let's do something that's going to make me feel good. Let's dance. Let's do something quick in that moment, just to shift things. And then we'll come at it from a different perspective, but you've got to have that like self-awareness. And then also combined with the um, the action, you know, you have to act on it. It's not enough to just say like, um, you know, I'm not going to compare myself to others. You really do have to make the conscious decision to make the action, to not compare yourself. Right. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, before I let you go, tell everybody how they can find you, get more information, follow you, work with you, love you, adore you, all the things. <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at Kristen Bernie. And then I also have a Facebook community called the Divinely Confident um, Female Entrepreneurs. You can request to join that. And yeah, send me a DM. Say hi. Come follow me. Yes. Thanks for DM Kristen and tell her you heard her here and you are ready to rock it out on Instagram. You're ready to show up and be a superstar. All right. Thanks, babe. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.